So my husband is a highly motivated person, like wakes up at 4.30, pops out of bed, (laughs) runs off to some dark night workout, (laughs) does crazy things. And I guess that I've spent a lot of time comparing my motivation in contrast to him, and I didn't even know it, right? So I've always kind of thought that I wasn't motivated enough to get things done that I wanted, but over time, I actually realized that in truth, I have been motivated. I just wasn't clear about what I wanted, what I was motivated to do, or what motivated me to do those things. So today I'm laying out the differences between all of it and how you can get the clarity you need to find a sense of success and accomplishment in the things that you're not like possessing yet, accessing yet. So I have spent years supporting my husband's vision for our nonprofit and my kids' visions for their lives. And looking back, I always thought I wasn't motivated enough to do things that led me to attain vision personally. My personal, who is Laura vision? What does she want out of life, etc. And in reality, my true vision, my true goal in the past 20 years was to support my people. And that I did. It wasn't that I wasn't motivated to do other things in as much as I was motivated to put aside my vision for myself personally in order to support the season of my life when my vision for my family was first. So I've done that for 20 years and now I have moved into a season where I'm ready and my family is ready for me to be able to give action and attention and energy to pursuing my personal vision, my businesses, my my nonprofits, the things that are in my heart to do that are not instead of supporting my family, my kids and my husband, but in addition to. But as a mom, that is just sometimes the thing that we do is we set aside our personal vision for a season. If you're in that season, I want to give you hope. That season usually changes, shifts, comes to an end in some way, and there will be time for you to step into it. Don't get sucked into the vortex and the self-pity party that tells you, like, this is just my life. You can actually do things at the same time you're a mom that help you build towards the vision that one day you're going to walk out. I have done it, and you can do it. I promise you. So now I'm doing my personal vision alongside the same role in supporting my family's vision still. I can do both well if I'm intentional about it, and so can you. And once I got clear about this, I saw that I needed to simply define what I was aiming at, what the vision is, right? What's the horizon we want to move towards? and figure out what action was necessary in order to move from here to there. And I also needed to see what my true motivations were to take that action. I know that I really got motivated to be intentional about my coaching 
by different things than what motivated me to be intentional about building a business. So I was motivated to become a coach and do coaching practice things because people would come to me looking for guidance and wisdom and hope and help, right? I was motivated to be a coach because people matter to me, serving them, helping them, that matters to me. But I was motivated to begin my business and do what it takes to build by the desire to help dig out of debt and do things that I we couldn't previously do and confidently smile when my kids asked for something they needed and say yes. Like I decided to do things I had never done before and risk it all by starting a business because I actually had this motivation of wanting my girls to grow up with at least some memories of their mom saying yes when they ask for something. So that would maybe help to overcome all of the memories of me saying, no, we can't do that right now, sweetie. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Whether you've said it to your kids or you had it said to you, it's, it got, um, I got inside of me, like, I don't want my kids to always remember me saying, no, not right now, or wait till your birthday, or, you know, especially when it came to things they needed for that feeling of saying, ah, I just can't put that in the budget right now. That can't be this week. (laughs) You know, I know it's only $15, but you don't understand. (laughs) So I wanted to be able to after 20 years of staying at home, and this is really like I started my business several years ago. So let's say 15 years, staying home and working for the nonprofit, but basically volunteering to be a director of a nonprofit. And, you know, I don't get paid to be a mom. I'm not asking to be paid to be a mom. Um, Unless there's something you know I don't, tell me, let me know how I can make that happen. (laughs) But I think that after all of that time, not really being part of the financial supporting in our family as much as my husband worked, because we're nonprofit-minded people, we weren't building a financial portfolio, basically. That was never our goal. And so it also, because it wasn't our goal, it wasn't our result. It wasn't going to just magically all happen, drop into our bank account. But we are people who have always said, like, we want to be benevolent. We want more so we can give more. Like, that's who we are. It's what we want to do. It's literally the entire point of our heart behind our nonprofit, right? And I was motivated to do all the things, everything that I do in my desire to leave a legacy. When I realized that everything I'm thinking and feeling and doing is culminating in results that leave some kind of legacy, it's either going to be a legacy I'm intentional about that I create or a legacy that I I didn't care about, I didn't think about, and I didn't do anything to direct. When I got that, I realized I actually want to be motivated to do the things, the hard things I've never done before in order to leave a legacy that I'm proud of, that other people benefit from, and that I can be benevolent by taking action. It's not just about money. It's about 
what are you creating in the world so that more people are impacted? And I'm not saying I want to leave my kids a coaching business to take over. That's not really my goal. But to leave all five of my kids a legacy that says, if she could do it, I could too. If my mom could build a successful business by herself, I can too. If she could do something that made such an impact on the world with only a high school degree and not a whole lot of encouragement from like family of origin, um, then I can too. If she could do the work to become who she was, regardless of childhood, poverty, abuse, and abandonment, then I can do amazing things with the blessed life I've been given. I want them to, to experience that. I was motivated to build a ceiling for myself that my kids could stand on. I have the personal ability, and so do you, to build as many floors of this life building that I'm willing to give myself to. And then each ceiling becomes a floor that is a new place to stand with a higher perspective out the window that enables myself and others to operate at new levels. And I'm a pretty others-focused person, so I've always believed that what I build can potentially become something that helps not just my kids, but you and other people that need it, that go looking for it, that want it. I want what I build to take you to higher places, to encourage you to what's possible and show you an example of how to begin, how to not give up, how to do the hard thing, how to lead yourself well. I wanted to create a blueprint that you can look at when you're making your own decisions and trying to figure the way out in front of you. All this to say that along the way, I had to find the things that motivated me. And I used to think I wasn't motivated enough, but I was just, I was wrong. I just hadn't found the right things that motivated me to do the right things. So if you think you're not motivated enough, I want you to consider reframing this. I want you to ask yourself what you're really trying to accomplish. And then I want you to sit and think about what would really motivate you to do this one specific thing. Is it health, financial freedom, success, creating a legacy, or something more obscure that you just really haven't been seeing before or admitting maybe? You are motivated, I promise you, but you might just be focusing that motivation in the wrong direction, or you might not have the right drivers. So think of being on a golf course. Even if you've never been out there, you understand that you you get out onto the golf course with a set of clubs and some balls, and that's, that's showing you're motivated to do something, right? You bring the clubs and the balls and get on the course. If you swing a club at a ball, you're taking action. And if you know that you're aiming for the 10th hole, you are on target. You know what you're aiming towards. But if you get out there with your clubs and some balls with that kind of motivation, but you don't decide if you're going to play the front nine or the back nine, then you don't have a a target. And then you don't take right action because you haven't made decisions about what to aim towards. Moreover, (laughs) if you're out there with clubs and balls, but you're simply driving around in the golf cart, (laughs) you're motivated, but it's not motivation to play golf or win or set a personal record. You're motivated to relax 
to have fun. Or maybe you're motivated to just be comfortable on a beautiful day or apathetic or unengaged. But you're motivated towards one of these things. These are your goals. When you say you want one thing, but you don't do anything to get it, we call that a false goal. If it was a true goal, you would see yourself taking action to get it. So if you say, I want to beat my dad on the golf course, but you never practice swinging, you don't pay attention, you don't get out there, then your true goal has nothing to do with winning. Your your true goal has to do with, you just really like your afternoon comfy on the couch and you don't want to leave home. That's That's the true goal, right? So consider what you're really aiming at. If you say you want to start a business, then you'll be doing something about that on a more consistent basis. Then consider what action you need to be taking to make it happen. But then ask yourself, what would motivate me to take this action? And you know, I teach the pearl practice and that is something that helps you understand how your beliefs and thoughts and emotions influence the action that you take. But I want you to think, more about the why behind all of it right now. I want you to think that about the drivers that lead to the thoughts you have. Is it because you have a dream in your heart, you would do this thing? Would you be motivated by this dream in your heart or a passion to help a certain people group or a knowing that God has spoken to you about doing something? Or maybe it's being motivated by a skill that you believe you are great at and you know can make a way for you. Maybe you're motivated by desperation to change current circumstances or inspiration to do the hard thing because you so believe in the value of the results. And I want you to ask yourself in what ways are you settling for something that feels within reach or feels doable because those beliefs and thoughts will lead you into self-sabotage and You have to learn to recognize when it pops up because settling is a thief. And when you settle for doing what you can do on your own, instead of leaning in and trusting God for the greater works he's called you to, then you sabotage yourself and you actually end up partnering with the enemies that don't want you to reveal the character and nature of God, your father. Anyway, those enemies will support your decision to play small and sit back and relax with apathy Be small-minded about yourself and your abilities and your calling. That's what happens. Get You don't want to go there. You have to recognize when you're hearing those voices, your dad doesn't talk to you that way. So when you find what motivates you, what truly motivates you, then you discover that it leads you to taking action and being on target. When you're truly motivated, you become the person who knows what they want and what they have to do to get it. Then you take action and suddenly you have results. And I'm going to tell you how amazing it feels to actually have results in your hands. I started coaching, started a business in a long time. It took a long time to have results. But when those results started coming in, and that's just the result of being on a call or in front of a coaching client, that result of just getting to the place where I have a client in front of me amazing. The result at the end of the call and the the way their light, their eyes lit up when they got revelation, when they finally knew something, amazing. 
And then add to that, after working with somebody six, 12 sessions, the transformation in their life, amazing, three different words. So you can have that in any area of your life. You need to understand what's going to motivate you to believe, think, feel, and do what you need to do to actually get those results, right? And the right motivation is actually like fuel for the vehicle of your calling. It's the fuel for the dream engine inside of you. It is fuel for the hope and the action and the aim that you are called to follow, you are capable of. So what is it you want? I want you to define it. What is it you need to do to know or have or be or do what you want? You need to map that out. And why do you want it? You need to get clarity about your true motivation. Okay. Well, that said, if you guys are thinking about the Call to Coach Creative Mastermind, please get your application in ASAP. I do only have limited spots in it. It's not going to be a massive mastermind. So it's it's close. It's going to be like a family. And you need to jump in and get your application in now so that you can get in because our our prep bonus session is actually going to be April 18th. And I want to make sure that everybody who really wants to be in there gets in. If you are stuck in indecision, just say yes, apply, and see what happens after that. Okay? You can always turn it down. You don't have to accept it. You know, it's like applying for a job. There's no harm in applying. It's not like going to hurt your credit score, right? So you just go apply, and then you follow the steps and see what God wants to do. Okay? Don't be afraid to take steps and do what is in your heart to do. You're called to it. You're capable of it. God is with you. You have green lights. Your dad is good. And I'm here for you. So anytime you have questions about those things, you can book a possibility call with me and ask questions. You can email me, laura at sterlingandstonementoring.com. All this stuff is in the show notes for you if you have any thoughts or questions or needs. And remember that I'm here for you. I love you guys. You're the best listeners ever. And I hope that you have a great day full of possibilities.